Hello everyone, whoever is listening to this, this is episode number 41, it's 13th of August and it's a Thursday, it's 11 right now, yeah I'm recording half an hour early than my usual time, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun day today, uh, actually a bit of a failure day today. Because the artwork which I spoke about, uh, I was working on, uh, it's the kind of a painting and art installation kind of thing, which I'm working on to make, uh, it actually <laughs> failed, basically, the the glue doesn't, is not able to stick that well uh, to like uh, how I want it to be or how I want it to stick or how I want it to appear it's it's keeping on falling due to some reasons so anyways not a big pain I'll, I'll just work out something else on it and uh, yeah uh, I worked on a track today uh, it, it was a collab which was pending for like two weeks so I finally started and made at least uh, like 60-70% of the track, I just am left with a proper ending and a good flow of track and some some bits of sound, uh, some some corrections for it and then I'll, I'll be done with it. Yeah, and yeah, it's a fun track, it's a collab with an artist named Plus Size Models, That's amazing name. Uh, he's from LA, I guess. Yeah, because uh, he was also in the uh, his track was also in the compilation of uh, the Big Beat, uh, Big Bites compilation by Spoonfed Records. And yeah, he's an amazing artist. Like uh, he he sent me a track which is like almost 50%. The idea was 50% done. He wanted to work on s- someone to work on top of it so yeah it's a cool idea it's a min not not a grand idea or something but it's, it's it has that cool cool minimal uh, modular kind of elements in it so it sounds really nice um, yeah. Uh, so yeah just before recording this I was watching a document uh, not a documentary an interview uh, of popularity with uh, Red Bull Music Academy. It's an old interview, I guess two or three years ago, two years before, yeah, maybe two years uh, ago, recorded interview. So it was just a basic interview of him, not in India, It, it the interview was in LA um, by the Red Bull Music Academy. And yeah, it was really, really good to explore um, his side of views towards music because uh, and he also stated his where he got influenced from disco records and all that stuff uh, yeah so that was really nice something nice to learn and uh, yeah it, it's actually really out a very outstanding thing about him is that he has produced over 600 songs <laughs> across his career like 600 songs 
is way too much and like almost more than 50% of them are popular songs like real popular songs so yeah he's one of the influential artists uh, music directors in which the indian music industry has had so far because he's one of those people who bought a different style to bollywood like he didn't just do that but he's obviously known for that he's known for that kind of music he also does other kind of stuff commercial stuff and indian uh, bengali and all that indian roots because he's a classically trained person his his parents were classical musicians and his mother was a classical trained singer great singer so obviously he's a classically trained person and not a normal uh, diy kind of artist which are the artists which are right now so was really good learning about his way of making music uh, because now obviously he doesn't make all his music on his own he has like people who work for him and then he directs them to do this to that and then he has the vision of whatever he's going to make so yeah really really cool and uh, then later i was also checking some stuff about ardi burman and the reason for that is um, i i'm doing this research of like just uh, watching interviews and uh, all that stuff from last two months like not every day but i do it sometimes i just watch some interviews or read some articles about them so why i i am now exploring more of ardi burman's music because uh, he is also like one of those people who who's not limited to just one style of music and obviously every all the music directors from the 80s and 90s 80s especially 70s and 80s were really uh what i how can i describe that because i don't want to uh, say any wrong word by any, by mistake um, they were really uh, talented for sure because it was a big responsibility for them to give out hits after hits after hits and to explore all the different uh, moods because back in those days songs were divided into moods rather than genres like uh, how uh, because uh, and i know about this because i used to have uh, these, these mp3 cds back in the day uh, not back in the days like not not that back in the days it was around 2002 2001 or 2002 i had this cd uh we had the cds my dad used to bring uh, where the tracks were divided into folders and the for names of those folders were happy mood must uh sad mode romantic mode so uh, i guess in bollywood uh, there there wasn't no, there wasn't a genre like how it is in the outside music world music was categorized into modes like uh, a song for a happy mode a song for a sad mood a song for a uh, some 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 mode some ch- chill mode or whatever so doesn't matter what kind of genre that is but 
if it fits that mood and then it becomes it get it's it gets categorized into it and uh, uh, why rd varman is so special because he rd varman and also uh, kishore kumar they, they are more uh, what do you say they are more versatile yeah that's the ex- exact and right word for them versatile amongst all the genres like adi marvan has like i was listening to all of his songs on like all songs which are available on spotify he has more versatile kind of music all the music directors all the big music directors back in the days have, have were having that versatility basically in them but they also had their tone in that they also had their signature like okay in this but the f- fun fact behind rd bomman is his he didn't had a signature for some maybe i'm completely wrong or i am not able to get what exactly is the signature but he didn't has a signature but his only signature was he was the only unique guy compared to all other producers like there were uh, there was uh, one more composer and music director duo kalyanji anand ji so these were all also uh, similar to rd varman back in the days like i if i'm i'm talking about this but i i'm very noob in this if i'm making any mistake or getting any mistakes in the in some facts i'm really a stupid person to talk about all these big people and these uh, bigger this bigger golden era because i am not of that time i whatever i'm saying is just from the research i had done for my two months so and most of that research included listening to songs because i can't judge just by reading uh, articles and watching interviews i have to listen to everything to judge something so why rd marman uh, because rd marman covered all the styles like back in times there was no genres but he he brought those genres he brought explored those genres and he brought them into bollywood and tried to make a similar or uh, translatable maybe to the the indian audience and he was successful in that like i i i heard this song uh i i just i'll check on my spotify to this and uh, you come across this song spotify and so it's uh, everywhere but best if you listen this on any music streaming platform like e- either apple music or spotify music because if you're listening this on youtube you'll get a terribly bad quality of song so you won't be able to understand what exactly i'm talking about so if you're listening this song on spotify and anyone who's more into house music or electronic music and also an indian and know, knows about bollywood music you'll be shocked to listen to this song because i have heard this song it's not like i have i haven't heard this song ever i had heard had heard this song before i know the lyrics also some of the at least the basic chorus lyric uh, lyrics i know about it but i didn't recognize that this song was actually inspired a lot from house music 
like house music i am not even saying disco music i am saying talking about house music and uh, and this is this is called pure inspired song not like the ones not like copied songs which are done nowadays they are literally copied they are built upon the old songs by take leveraging the their lyrics and all but what adi barman did is he actually got inspired he didn't copy house music at all he got inspired by the grooves and the kind of uh, instruments which are used like the maybe maybe there's a mini moog uh, the moog obviously not mini moog the moog is used in that track for sure and uh, there's also some some sounds of modular synthesis i don't know exactly which modular modules he might have used but there for sure there's a modular in there in the song and it is very influenced from the house music because if you listen to the song on spotify uh, from beginning you'll instantly listen to a house groove and that house groove is actually what how a tech house music sounds right now like literally right now 2020 so that song was so ahead of its time that it it sounded like how it would sound today like if if i just uh, just refix if someone just refixes those songs like just like 1% it will naturally sound like uh, mix wise i'm not saying like production wise i'm saying mix wise because nowadays mixes are like mixes change their standards day by day like the basses are more higher in uh, house music and the, the highs are mid, mid, really crispier by, compared to those the uh, uh, music from those days because uh, there were a lot of limitations back in the days there there wasn't a door basically so there were a lot of di- limitations for mixing consoles then the tape uh, machines where where they recorded the tape uh, uh, analog tape and which also distorted the quality of the music so if if any 1% of the change is done uh, in the track would be mix wise if that is done it would naturally sound like today's today's house music like i was literally grooving that to that music and even if if a second track of any house track which would have come uh, next to it like literally played uh, ne- after after that track or before that track no one would have recognized or no one can recognize that that isn't a house house track it it was in the groove and then i went back and uh, researched about what how when that track was made so obviously there's no interview or uh, no video about that like there might be but i didn't find by normal searching on youtube or all the popular sites it might be on some other website i don't know but uh, i just made some uh, research points about it so the very interesting point i, I got uh, was that that track was released in 1981 so basically if if and that time bollywood music was on like the pipeline for releasing like making music and releasing a track wasn't like faster movies were made at least a year ago and then it, it was released and all that process happened so like considering that song was made in 1980 let's let's say because if it's 1981 release it might be mid year or end of the year or whatever but let's consider like a base date of 1980 so if that song was made in 1980s and I, then then i checked what kind of house music was released in 1980s and literally in 1980s there was only the underground house music which was released and not even released that was just made in the vinyls and played in chicago or and during all that 
uh, era because the iconic house tracks which were actually like famous house tracks were were released in after 85 uh, and 85 and 90 during that era like uh, the tracks like uh, all all the popular tracks like move your body a movie what was released in 1986 so after si- this track after this track were released like dilena khele dildar ka which was released in uh, 1981 in india and uh, that song got uh, i'm not saying that house music was influenced by that song but definitely this song was influenced by the uh, chicago house culture which was going on because that song doesn't sound like disco music because if it was referenced from different disco music it's uh, very easy to believe because disco was made before house uh, and then all the disco demolition or all, all that uh, phase happened like people were burning disco records and all that everything that that episode happened and then house was born when people used to play music in warehouse uh, like frankie nagels and everyone um, so they used to play this music and this music was made during that chicago house uh, what do you say evolution uh to place and this was in the 80s like before 80s so uh if you if you if you if you're getting what i'm saying so if rd1 was influenced by these songs he would have got in he the only source for his inspiration would be the the uh, underground house movement and this is like mind blowing for me like my mind was blown when i i just got to know these dates because it's it's uh, if if uh, this song was released in like 8 uh, 90s or something then it's believable like there was already a house boom in uk and everywhere and then he might have got influenced by listening to those tracks then it's it's believable like that can happen but how can an underground movement be influenced by that guy? and this and the person or the only person who can do this who has really good sense of music and has good and has confidence to experiment in his uh, uh, mainstream career because he wasn't a normal producer he was a big time producer and that type like music director like to be very precise he was a big time music director and to get influence from a underground movement it's very 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 brave move to bring it in bollywood music which is a mainstream music and gambling on on your career to do that and then also make a good track out of it and nurture your career out of it so that really really influenced me and as i was look uh, i was watching his interviews right now for insight on how he got his influences and all uh there were there are not much interviews to be honest if if anyone is listening to this and if, if you have got if you know where his interviews are found please let me know in the dms i really want to f- watch all the interviews which are available in the past like i have watched a pretty uh, pretty much mostly all the interviews which are on youtube like the main ones uh, else all the videos are just repeated telecast of those uh, videos but i want to watch more and more so yeah really and i saw that there's one interviewer of him where he's speaking in front of camera like there's no guy there's no person who's asking so maybe that that's some kind of a monologue kind of thing like some something like where he when he's explaining about his music 
and uh, he seems to wear that hippie uh, hippie shirts uh, and those hippie shirts were obviously like uh, they were from a west in very western culture influenced uh, clothes like uh, so that that naturally caught my eye because then i knew okay so now i know where his influences are from and why he was interested in all that kind of music because yeah because he he had an open mind like in the hippie culture and the music culture and everywhere to just explore out of like that's what i got uh that's what the info i got by just looking at his appearance and his way of talking and everything yeah this this was an amazing episode yeah seriously it, it's 20 minutes up right i do i've lost track of time so yeah amazing amazing i am i am actually eager to research more and more more about rd goman or just just talk to people who know more about him and it would be fun exploring more stuff about him so if if you're uh, listening to this let me know in the dms my instagram dms uh, what do you think about it and thanks for listening bye